back in my kids listen up back in my day boards were metal and you just wrote them to they had magazines and pictures (laughs) in them nothing moved in them we couldn't even we didn't even have shoes we just got on it and we walked miles in the snow with no shoes this is the show Show. whatever you do you have one thing that's unique you have the ability to make up when things get tough this is what you should do. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. Microphone check, one, two, one, two. I hope they get it. I'm sick of explaining history. I'm rolling with a circle of winners. We claim the victories. Yeah, come on. It's about to be the realest shit you ever heard. We're in a transitional world right now. Yeah, it's just basically going for it, you know. Sometimes you don't think about getting hurt or slamming, but, you know, it happens. It's skateboarding. You know, it happens every day. Yeah. People are worried about skateboarding and the state of the industry. Yeah. The truth is, we are the industry. Yeah. Skateboarders are the industry. Experience, I guess, just because there's like I've never seen like that many skaters in one place. Just like it's like we take over the street. Today, he's no longer my co-host. He is my guest, the one and only Ramsey. I know you fuckers see him on my Instagram. But yeah, we started out, when we first started the podcast, it was just an idea, and I had no clue what I was doing, and we just kind of made it happen, and we got better as we went along. We're up to, I think, 57, which really trips me out, man. I really, when I started the first few uh, podcasts, I didn't know, like, it would get this crazy. I'd have this many guests on, and I didn't even expect to get to 50, to be honest, like, it's a trip man i started out and i had my right hand man with me on the podcast at first that's mr ramsey stephen ramsey jr what is up man what's up i'm hyped to have you back it's a we got a bit of a shetler show reunion i was just telling the listeners that you know we started out now we're up to 57 episodes and like didn't really expect it to to get as much uh, attention or traction or get as many guests on as we have i mean you were on some of the first ones man yeah it was fun hell yeah what did you dave bachinski First yeah. one I was ever on. Oh, that was it? Yeah. That's a good one to be on. That's a good first one. Yeah, then we hit the 99. Yeah, so if you guys go back and you listen, um, if you listen starting with the Dave Pachinski one and, and on, there's a bunch of with Ramsey on there, so you can hear those as well. So, I don't know, Ramsey, let's talk about it, man. Like, started out in Wareham, I'm assuming skating, that's where you got, that's where you started? Yeah, Wareham or Onset, which is part of Wareham, it's just like a town in Wareham. Yeah, I started skating there, just down my street on a fucking little fucking aluminum skateboard that my dad had in the garage. He just had it laying in the garage? Papa Bear did? Yeah, these big ass like gel fucking, it was a little cruiser penny board thing, but it was aluminum. It wasn't penny though, that's like new, no. right? Yeah. It was aluminum, I, I don't know, I feel like, I don't know, I had no name, it was just really heavy, I used to butt board down the hill and then stand up and fucking carve. Yes, awesome. That's it. And then I got a real skateboard. Did your dad ever use that fucking thing? He said he did, but I don't know. It looked pretty fucking... (laughs) It was pretty mint when I got it, so... (laughs) Ramsey's dad is the man. Just a classic individual. I can't picture him pennyboarding, though. Well, they all, he also, he, he said he used to, like, cut the skate, the roller skates off, him and his brothers, my uncles. That's like every old fun. man's story, you know what I mean? Like, That's what I said, and I was like, every fucking guy says that. Yeah, you sound but, cliche. <laughs> exactly, but, yeah. Yeah, I got that board, and then I had, uh, I bought this shitty, broken Walmart board off this kid down the street from me. I remember it was eight bucks, I bought it for eight bucks. Why Why did you decide to get a better board? Was just on your ass, was fun, but you wanted to start fucking fixing No, like couldn't do i saw my cousin come over and he had a real skateboard like oh. it wasn't like uh i i saw i've seen like 
I mean, when I skated, when back in the day, it wasn't like everywhere. You didn't know what, like a good board really looked like. It was like either fat ones with the flat nose and just the the tail. <laughs> you sound like such an old man right now. <laughs> no, it was. I am an old man. Thirty, baby. Just hit thirty the other day. Just hit thirty. No, but it was either that, like you saw that. Back that in my, back in my kids, listen up. Back in my day, boards yeah. were metal, and you just wrote them to. They the had store. magazines and pictures <laughs> in them. Yeah. Nothing moved in them. We couldn't even. We didn't even have shoes. We just got on it and we walked miles in the snow with no shoes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so. Yeah. So we're, I, I don't even know if I've ever asked you, man. Who's your first crew? Who'd you skate with? How'd you get psyched on, like... I was the first person in my neighborhood to skate. And, like, I got all my friends to skate, and everyone loved skating. And then I hung hung out with, like, the kids who skated in school, because obviously, like, eighth grade, it, it became popular, like, every fucking eighth grader. Yeah. And then I found the kids who skated. Everyone skated out front of the middle school. They had the fucking uh, stone, the granite steps and you know, everyone would grind the fucking steps and just hang out after school find out who skated and try to chill that's awesome fucking tim tierney hell yeah what up tim john uh mcnair yeah, john Godbow. i actually saw tim on the highway the other day he was beside me making fucking goofy faces <laughs> i looked awesome. over and i was like oh fuck it's tim but yeah he was i mean just those dudes i used to go uptown and skate with them but kids the dudes in my neighborhood like, my really close friends, they started skating, and then everyone just fell off. No one wanted to skate anymore. Everyone just wanted to get drunk and fucked up all the time. Yeah, that shit sucks. That fucking definitely happens. There's a lot of people you pass on the highway. You just you keep going. <laughs> it happens, though. Yeah. So, um, so, all right. So, was was Westgate, and I lived in Wareham for a while, too. Like, so, how, were we already there? Yeah, you guys, I mean, well... When I started skating, it was the summer going into eighth grade. So the skate shop, I didn't know anyone who, like, really skated. It was kind of just, like, a new hobby everyone was getting on to. Because it was fucking Tony Hawk came out, all that shit. You know what I mean? So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, I had, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> but, yeah, I had, before, well, I guess, before that, the, bef- it was before Tony Hawk and everything. Because I remember my cousin came over with the real board and he ollied. And he did a kickflip, and it was fucking insane. I'd never seen anyone actually all the action. Even I'd never even seen a kickflip. <laughs> and fucking, I guess I'm dating myself again because now <laughs> everyone fucking knows a kickflip. That's all they say. Do a kickflip. But yeah, the, after that, yeah, all my friends just fell off. No one really skated until the skate shop came along, and then I met you guys. Yeah, the skate shop. What the skate shop? Actually, you break down the skate shop. Tell the people who owned it and how that all worked out. Well, the skate shop, Wendy and Roger Wheaton opened the skate shop because their kids they they each had kids got together it was a big happy family and they decided to build a shop because all they did all the kids did was skate and keep kids out of trouble you know like every parent wants to do they started in a house right that's where the first location was yeah it was this fucking tiny fucking house and we had the ramps the shittiest little ramp set up in the parking lot and all the boards would go into the highway it was like a major highway right there (laughs) <laughs> little kids fucking skating everywhere. We used to skate to it from the school because it was down the street from the school. I don't even think it was a commercial residence. It was just like a house. They yeah, it was like, a house. It, now it's a fucking a boat motor store or something like that. No shit. Like, they, they fix boats. Or maybe it's a 
moonwalk place. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> two, two different things. Because <laughs> I think it was one or the other before, and now it's one or the other now. Maybe they make blow-up boats. Maybe it's a combination of the That's two. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Bouncy boats. <laughs> they just make giant rafts with motors on them. <laughs> so, yeah. how did you find out about that spot? I mean, I, I remember hearing about it just like, oh, I remember... Well, all the, the kids in school. Everyone I started talking. hanging out with uh, Andrew and Ryan, who was Wendy's and Roger's kids. Hung out with them. Kind of got the hookup to go fucking skate around all the time. No shit. Just hide. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Hung out with them. Fucking. And then, every, and then they stopped skating, which I didn't never understood because their fucking parents opened a skate park and that's <laughs> when they stopped skating. Crazy, right? That's right when they should get into it. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, at least get into it more. We were skating curbs and complaining and then we had a fucking, a little warehouse for kids and fucking they quit. Get, get what you want. And then you're like, I don't want it anymore. Now I want something else. Yeah. Hey, um, side note, to go off on a little tangent, did you know Mike V has a podcast too now? I did. And uh, Tim O'Connor too, pretty sick. Tim O'Connor, I bet you Tim O'Connor's is good. His first episode was hilarious, they had Freddie Gall, and that was awesome. It, he reminded me, you were like, that's like his right man, right hand man, and that's like what you are for the Shetler show, the right hand man, you know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I liked the Tim O'Connor show a lot, and the Mike V show was cool. I mean, I liked the Tim O'Connor a little more just because... Uh, He's, like, real funny and humorous, and Mike Views was more serious, and so I was like, eh, I don't know. Tim O'Connor yeah. made me laugh. But um, getting back to the skate shop, Westgate was there, and I was there. We had yeah. what, we had some Fibro demos come through there. Fibro demo. That was the only demo, I think. Yeah. They used to have fucking punk shows all the time. But they moved it. They moved it to, like, um a commercial residence in, like, a little mini, what do you call it, like a strip mall? I guess. Yeah. I guess. It's like a tiny, I get for, it's like a small town strip mall, I guess you could call it. Yeah. It was like three store, that bagel shop, the lady, the crazy lady with the bagels, do you remember her? Yeah, I remember her. She made bomb-ass fucking sandwiches. I remember barbecue chicken with the red onions on that shit. <laughs> um, I was going to say, but that spot, like, you doesn't, it didn't make sense that there was a skate park in it. It was like, it's like a tanning salon now. It's like one yeah, of those it is. types. Hot bodies. Yeah, it's like. Fucking hot bodies. Like, everything had to be so small. All the ramps were so small, and it was in this little jam-packed spot, but it was the sickest stuff. They built it. It was so fun. <laughs> and that's funny, because, like, I remember I felt like they were so big. And then I saw footage, <laughs> you see footage of it now, and you're like, what the fuck? They're so, like. Flat, like so janky and fucking. Uh, that place was fucking awesome, though, man. Yeah, it was. They had the couch, they had the ping pong table, videos. Always had videos on. Um, Always, that was the best. Yeah, the mini ramp was super fun. It was like super mellow. That was when I actually skated around in the mini ramp. I remember, you know what's funny is they had the smallest ramps. I remember they put that rail in and it was like the tallest rail. Like you could sack yourself the up, across, and down. Yeah, it was like on to your chest. <laughs> on a fucking two-foot goddamn pyramid. I don't know who was in charge of that one. <laughs> oh, man, that, that shit was fun, though. How, how'd, you meet, how'd you meet Westgate? Was he just there and you just like sh yeah. shredded with him? That's it. He was just a fucking little kid coming to the park. His board was like bigger than him probably at that yeah, time. Yeah, that was when he was like... I don't know, he was like a little kid, so he didn't really, like, once he started getting good and everything, then everyone would start, like, talking to him and stuff, but, like, I don't really remember, like, he was just a little kid. I remember him coming with his mom and shit and, like, getting stuff. Kool-Aid stains on his lips. His yeah, little brother, like him, just, them just coming with, like, four fucking kids and just skating around, and, like, I felt, I was, like, the older, cooler kid, you know? I was, like, 14. He was, like, fucking nine, just doing kickflips over my head. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not that, but... No, he wasn't. He didn't have that pop then. He was still like little kid, like bitch little kid, you know. 
Yeah. Like a not a man with power by any means. No, definitely not a man. <laughs> um No, that, that, it's awesome though to like think back like everything it's it's cool to see shit happen from the beginning. Like with you with Ant, with uh Brandon, Nick. Yeah, Don Pierre too. I mean, everything, everything just grow, everything changing. It's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Definitely been there from the very get go. Before any of us was sponsored, before any of like before all I need, before Westgate and his craziness and Thrasher Nick on the cover of Thrasher and stuff like that. Yeah, back nose blunt. Good perspective you got looking from that angle. Um, I want to kind of get into like moving to New York, man, and how the job you got there, and well, how do you go from living in Wareham to New York City? I fucking lived in Wareham. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wants to get out of Wareham. Wareham sucks. It's the shittiest place. That Brandon, Brandon buys the house there. Well, no, he's a Carver, I think, or he's not. Yeah, exactly. well, he had whatever, but yeah. I don't know. I had my my girlfriend at the time. We were fucking. Just said, fuck it. Just went for it. She had family in New York, so we had it in there. We got to stay with them for a couple months, save up. And then we moved into, like, a shitty, not even an apartment. It was a basement. Didn't have a stove. Whereabouts in New York? That was in Astoria, in, a, in Queens. Damn, so that must have been fucking... I mean, have you were you traveled before that, or was that, like, culture shock? Going from Wareham to New York City? <laughs> no, I was, I was totally ready for it. I, I went there every... Probably, like, three times a year since I was, like... 1415 yeah visiting her, her aunt and uncle and cousins so i mean we knew our way around a story that's why it was cool living there so we didn't have a problem walking around or anything but what was the food spot yeah. there oh in Destoria, yeah. they got fucking i do i used to hit the street vendors because they're all fucking greeks yeah and they make the best fucking uh what's it called kebabs or fucking gyro or gyro however you want to say it but the, so the gyro plates all that shit but the fucking guy on my corner was the man he used to i'd come home like after having a couple beers after work come home and have no money and he'd fucking be like oh yeah get me back next time but it's, well, oh. uh, he'd front you greek food right there yeah. <laughs> front me gyro plates right there, right there. <laughs> that's the best all right so how long did you stay in new york for Four years, like pretty Damn. much four years. Four years, you survived four years in New York. Yep, that's sick. So where were you working? What was your job situation? Uh, I started when I first went there. I had been working at a pizza shop, Mark Anthony's in Wareham. So I just went to try to get a pizza job because I know is Mark Anthony's in Wareham or Onset. Onset, Onset Beach. All right, right and, by, and that's right like the spot. The beach, right down by the beach, man. That's like the spot, though. Everyone raves about that spot. Yeah, it's awesome. It's sick. I love it. It's good food, good pizza. Oh, yeah, and the little spot right there near the water is not too bad either. No, yeah, that's right over the hill. You can go to the beach, get a pizza. Yeah, it's heading towards Cape Cod. It's like the gateway, right? The gateway to the Cape. Yeah, that's nice. You can't really be, you know, you got the beach right there, so the people got to be happy. It's, you got the no, water. Got that's the water. It's funny because it's the full opposite. <laughs> you got the water right there. Everyone, it's, a, it's full of ocean and old people, and everyone wants it to be the ghetto and thugs. <laughs> ocean and old it's people. It's so funny. It's Cape Cod, and it's fucking the hood now. Yeah. And they turned into the hood. It, like, legit is a shitty place to be now. Uh, They've won. Uh -huh. They got what they wanted. Now it's like there's this fucking asshole standing outside the store. Just, it's a fucking, I hate that place. Uh, I work there, so I'm there all the time, and I hate it. Well, we'll get to that. Let's let's get to where you're working in New York City, though. I started, I just went man, everywhere, every pizza shop. And this place, Quizitos, on 34th and Lexington, I think. You just went in, and you just like, look, I have experience making pizzas. Yeah, I said, I'm, I can make pizza. I need a job. I just moved here. Did you get me? They said, okay. Did you they ever, said, make a pizza. 
Damn, so I made a pizza, and they said, okay, you can start Monday or whenever fucking, I don't know, the next day. What was the pizza you made? <laughs> just a cheese. They just wanted to see how fast I could do it. No, they you just got... wanted to see how fast. I made a stromboli, too. You got to come out the uh, gates with, like, a Supreme, get fucking tech with it, buffalo chicken or something, like, throw for a curve. Yeah, but they they weren't, they just wanted me to make cheese. They didn't know how I could do it, so they weren't giving me all that money to waste. That's true, that's true. Yeah, imagine you fucked it all up. You're like, yeah, put a little soap in it. Like, get the fuck out of here, kid. Oh. <laughs> The dude, the dude making the pizzas hated me. Yeah. Because he, he was like, I was like coming in to take some hours from him. He was like, no, no, no. He kept telling him, I don't know. He sucked. <laughs> they all like, they they all barely spoke English. They were fucking, the owner was some slumlord who fucking, I went to get the interview to have like the job officially. And it was like some shitty fucking little real estate office down on the Lower East Side. Some fat fucking dude telling me about how everyone, oh, yeah, dishwasher start with them, and now they're fucking working in his restaurant making good money, and they stayed, like, I don't know. It was all bullshit. That guy sucked. So I'm, guessing, sucked. I'm guessing you didn't stay there very long. <laughs> no, I fucking, I went there. I, I worked there for, like, two, I don't know, maybe, like, four or five months, and this fucking dishwasher downstairs of the guy who makes the pasta, we was just us there one time. We had to close up, and I guess he was drinking vodka all day. So the next day we went there because he makes the vodka penny sauce. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. time to sip the vodka. <laughs> yeah. Sipping vodka all day, and we go. And the next day it was like, oh well, you guys are the only ones here, and it's empty, so I have to send you both home. Jeez. And I'm like, fuck that, fuck this is bullshit. Whatever. I talked to the guy. They're like, oh well, they give me my payback for the day, and they said sorry and shit because they looked at cameras. They saw I was a kid. The kid get bumped. Then there was this guy Johnny. I totally forgot all about this until I just started <laughs> talking about it. this fucking dickhead Johnny who I thought was the man. He was like so cool, like oh yeah yeah yeah, talking up like all like fucking happy go lucky. One day he's like fucking, he'd always take fucking customers and like try to be like the man to get tips and like oh and I, I didn't care i'm making a salad for someone and i just was having a bad day and he's like there's like a sink right here to the left of me i'm making a salad right in front of me he comes to the left of me and fucking he like elbows me because this lady wanted something and he like elbowed me to get out of the way because and i'm like i just he was a lot smaller than me i just lifted my arm and i tossed his ass <laughs> He went into the sink and the bowl, the fucking rack above the sink holding all the balls, bowls fell on his ass. <laughs> like a cartoon. It was exactly like a cartoon. <laughs> and they, they asked me to leave that day and I, I Yeah, you jacked motherfuckers up. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they fired me. And then that was it for that job. <laughs> Lisa, was your pizza good though? I do. I made pizza like two days, and then the guy would fucking, they made me make strombolis and garlic knots all fucking day. Oh, God, they put you in. No one liked me there. I was just. Fucking knot boy. Fucking garlic yeah. knot boy. No, I, no one liked me. <laughs> what do you do from there? Are you fucked? Because you have no money, or you still got money? Uh, no, I went there with the, the most amount of money I've ever saved. Yeah, I good. saved up 10 grand to go to New York. Damn, sick. Good chunk of change. Uh, oh, that only lasts about a month. Oh, it lasted about <laughs> six months, so I was done. You stretched it out. You stretched I was like, fucking, oh, that food? Yeah, I never had it. Let's try it. I don't want to take the train. Let's take a cab home. Fucking just like $30, $40 ain't shit until like a week of every day $30, $40 goes by, and then you're seeing hundreds go away. Yeah, it's but, like vanishing. Yeah, I had time to just take my time and look for a Another job. My cousin helped me out with some, like, uh, freelance work. I'd work on sets of fucking movies or commercials and just, like, dumb shit like that. Get wires. Did you do anything rememberable? Like, any commercials or something we might know? 
Uh, there's a Heineken commercial with that band. Something on the radio. Something on the radio. Music on the radio or some shit like that. Some band. That was like their name? Yeah, it's, I forget the name. I'll fucking look it up. But. Joe Schmo fucking blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was a Heineken commercial. You can see my silhouette hand holding the camera. It's pretty tight. Sick. <laughs> Well, I'd tell people to look for it, but they're never going to fucking find it. No, I don't know if find it. It was a straight talk. It was just an online commercial, too. It never went to TV. It was like one of those YouTube things. <laughs> Whatever. But, dude, I, that job, I fucking... I had so much fun doing those jobs. You'd work, like, 12, 15 hours, but you'd get, like, 300 bucks. Damn, good They fucking paid you. I worked two days, and I got $600, and I did that for, like, three weeks. There you go. It's fucking tight. Just fucking tight. I got in a high-speed chase once in Times Square. What do you mean? What do you mean? I worked for this... Well, my cousin had been... I was working at Shake Shack at the time, too. I had already gotten a job, and I would do these freelance jobs. I went to Shake Shack, got the job at Shake Shack, and I was picking up freelance jobs here and there just because it was fucking a day, and I'd make good money doing it. But I lost my license because I had got a ticket driving the truck for Shake Shack. So I lost my license. I, I didn't have my seatbelt on. They take my license away for like uh, six months. And I knew I didn't have my license. And I'm, my cousin kept sending me these emails for these driving jobs, driving trucks back and forth everywhere, fucking delivering shit. And I was like, oh, I'd make up excuses because I didn't want to tell me I didn't have my license because I was like, maybe I'll take one if I have to. But I was like, I don't want to. And then fucking the Yahoo offices in New York were getting moved. So I meet up with wait, these wait, two. Wait, 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 wait. The Yahoo offices? Is that what you said? Yeah, the Yahoo office. Like Yahoo, we Yahoo. We just moved a bunch of their shit into a storage unit. Okay. They were they were getting a new building, a, a new floor in the build. I don't fucking know something. <laughs> but I meet up with these two kids. I get I take I like fuck it. I'll take the job. I'll just drive gingerly. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Bad Nothing bad at all. <laughs> and I, they were like, "Can you drive a box truck?" I was like, "Yeah, I drove a box truck for two years, roofing." But really, I only drive it. I only drove it to go get the coffee. Like I never really like drove the fucking. <laughs> Not thing. in New York City. <laughs> Not in New York City. And fucking, dude, we get the truck. First thing, I'm backing up. There's like this janky, we were in fucking Red Hook, so it's like this crazy, like this dock, like metal hanging everywhere. I back up and it's just like, oh. and the dude's like, oh wait, stop. And a piece of a fucking metal rod went right into the side of this shit. <laughs> this is like 30 seconds of meeting the dude and getting in the truck. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, he's like, oh, well, fuck it. Like, they'll probably think that was there because it was a rented truck. It was all fucked up. So I'm like, yeah. So you've fuck. already crashed. 30 seconds in, you've already 30 crashed. 30 seconds in. I, all I did was put it in reverse. I haven't even gone forward yet. <laughs> so we go, we drive. For, we're going over the Brooklyn Bridge. I'll never forget. This is like one of the scariest moments ever. You know those like orange things that hang that say like, you're too tall to go over the bridge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're fucking hauling ass and it's just like, do 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 hits the top. Like, and we're both like, fuck, like... <laughs> This bridge is taking off the top of this truck, like, and we're going. He's like, fuck it, just go for it. This car's everywhere. I'm like, all right, and we just get down in the seat. I'm like, as low as I can, because I think the roof's coming off. Jesus Christ. Because we hit the plastic bumper warning that says if They you lied. They lied, because we made it through. Those they, bumpers knew assholes, are they knew assholes like you guys would fucking do that. The bumpers are bullshit. Don't trust them. <laughs> you can be as tall as you want on that bridge. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Don't give out that advice. We don't know. He's bullshit. <laughs> no. And so anyway, we go. I remember we went from Brooklyn to New Jersey, back to Brooklyn to Manhattan, back to Brooklyn to Manhattan. Jesus. Back to Brooklyn. All day. All day long. It was like a 
10, 12 hour day. Jeez. Started at six in the morning. Fucking go home. No, it was a 11 hour day because it was like five hour rush hour. Yeah. We had to get the truck back by five. You're fucked in New York, yeah. We delivered the in Times Square, the Planet Hollywood place. We, they were doing some fucking model shit. We had put a runway there. We filled the runway, get in the truck, and we're like, all right, this is it. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, this is tight. <laughs> the, the place is like two blocks straight. We're on the fucking, we're on uh, what, 48th Street. <laughs> right by Times Square. You're like, you're like, you're like, dude. We almost got through the whole day. You know, just two accidents. You know, one in the beginning, one when we hit the bridge. Light work. Light work. <laughs> so we go, and there's this motherfucker on the side of me, and he's trying to cut in, cut in, cut in. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I'm two blocks away. You're not getting in. I'm, I'm going. And I'm in a box truck. He has no way to get in. Like, the only way he can get in front of me is if he's totally like just hit someone. Yeah. So he, and he's a douchebag, dude. He's got a wad of money leaning leaning on the way. He's just really? I swear to God, piece of shit. Biggest piece of shit. He had a kid in the car too. <laughs> but he's leaning on a wad of money, are you making that up? No. Leaning leaning on his window with his hand on the steering wheel, real low back, and he's got money in his hand. <laughs> no, like he just and I can tell he's from Harlem because he was colorful as a motherfucker. He had this flashy outfit on, I knew he was from uptown. <laughs> he just had money in his hand. <laughs> just yeah, you know how you fun. hold your wad of money yeah, when well, you drive. And then and then the light turns green. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. I just stopped going. He goes to cut me off, and it's like, boop, boop, and I rear end him. Oh, my God. Accident number two. <laughs> two blocks away. <laughs> Finish line, baby. Finish I'm line. so glad that my fucking cousin's friends with the dude I was working with, because they never called me back again. But this this whole story is so hard to believe, but it is 100% true, I, I promise. Like, I believe you. I believe you. Saying it, it could be a movie, so the dude, the dude hits me, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'm going to jail. I don't have a license." There goes my job. I'm never having a license again now. And the, and the dude fucking gets out the car. He's got one boot on. Jesus, he had a wad of money in the hand and one boot on. One boot and one boot. I think he was stashing shit in his boot. I'm telling you, this whole shit was real shady. Because he's nervous. Yeah, he just got in a car. Dude, we're in Times Square. Yeah, forty six. One of those forties. We're in the fucking. Lower, maybe 40th, because we had to go 30 fucking something. Anyway. Put some money in your boot. Put some fucking drugs in your boot. Times you right. he, dude, he gets out the car. Look what you did to my car. Look what you did to my car. Do you remember the car? Do you remember the car? It was an Acura, a gray Acura. Yes, I was already picturing that. I shouldn't have said that, because now they're going to come after me and kill me. Oh, shit. <laughs> don't tell us. But anyway, don't pl- don't it was his girlfriend's me. car. His girlfriend gets out the car fucking pissed. Course, She's bigger than him. Of course <laughs> girlfriend's car he's like get the fuck out the car they ripped my door open i had my seatbelt on because i'm like i'm not going anywhere yeah this dude that's psycho this dude is gonna kill me and i'm just but i'm so angry because he's fucking like oh like flinching trying to flinch me like acting like he's gonna hit me he got his boot in his hand like he's gonna <laughs> hit me with his boot and i, I was like go ahead motherfucker hit me because i'm like crazy mode right now and there's crowds of people get surrounding us like it's a movie <laughs> like on the sidewalk, like everyone's watching, like not scared, like wow, this dude's gonna pull a gun out and kill this kid in front of us. They think it's like I don't know what everyone just watching, like you, it's a show. Do you think he was so pissed because you guys were like competing to get that spot, and when you were driving, did you guys oh, it was totally, we were measuring dicks, jocking so hard, totally, and we both <laughs> learned our lessons. So next time I would have let him go. Oh, so what happens? He's pulling you out of so, the car. 
he's fucking, he's trying, he's opening my door, hitting all the switches, my A, turning my AC on, turning my, trying to shut the car off, like he's never started a car before, you just take the keys out, he's fucking hitting every other button in there, and the dude in the passenger seat is like, that is assault, get your hands off him, shut the door, and I'm like, shutting the door, he's opening it, shutting the door, his girlfriend comes out, where's your papers, where's your papers, where's your papers, I'm like, it's a fucking rental, there are no papers, where's your, where is, I'm like, just get the fuck away from me, you fucking did this, you, I'm talking shit now, he's fucking, his girlfriend fucking is holding on to my shirt, trying to pull me out of the cab, what? and the light turns green, I booked it. She's on me. I fucking peeled off, dude. She fell to her knees, ripped my shirt. Fucking the dude's like, just go, go, go. We're gunning it. I take the left right into Times Square. Oh, my baby's crying. Fucking. Do you need a second? I'm hauling ass. I'm hauling ass. All of a sudden. Smoke show. This dude was going about 50, just slammed his brakes on in front of me. I just stopped and we're like, fuck, what are we going to do? I wait. He gets out of his car. I fucking take off again. I swerve out the way. He's chasing me back on the chase. Dude, we're fucking going. He's swerving in front of me. I'm trying to lead him off, lead him off. I see these like 50 million fucking cabs coming because it's Times Square. They travel. It's like in a pack. All of a sudden, I just wait. He's I, I lead him to the left. And I need to go right because I'm going over fucking towards 9th Ave. Dude, I fucking <laughs> wait for the cabs. Boom! I gun it. He gets fucking caught in the cabs. I was going so fast. that I'm like, is he behind us? Dude's like, just go. Dude, we're bouncing in the box truck going like 60 miles an hour down 34th Street to the fucking all the way to 9th Ave. It was the craziest shit. I pull the fucking truck in. I pull the truck in. Get out. Hand the dude the keys. He's like, all right. And we're like, okay, see you later. <laughs> Boosh. <laughs> got away with it all. Alright, 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 alright. I got I got one question. Alright. How do you go how do you go from fucking fucking doofus McDoofus crashing two different times just driving in New York City to a professional stuntman at the end of the story? How do you turn into the best driver? You're on fucking mad you're in Times Square, you're dodging and dweeb. Meanwhile, you fucking crash the truck in reverse. In fucking reverse before you even went forward. How do you, yeah, how do you make such that 180? How does I'm that good happen? under pressure. I'm good under pressure. <laughs> That's 100% true, that whole story? I swear, I, I kid you not. I believe you, dude. I know because you I promise, me. I swear on anything anyone wants me to swear on. That is 100% true. So, dude, were you worried when you took off? Because imagine if you ran that lady over. I picture the worst. All I thought of, well, not at the lady. I was like, someone's going to run out in front of me because it's New York. Oh, God, yeah. I was like, I'm going to kill someone. And all I was thinking really was like, I have to get the fuck out of here. I was panicked. I was like, the cops are going to get me. I don't have my license. Now it's a hit and run. I'm like, and I'm thinking like, this is all building up. This is all building up. And I want to know where the cops are in New York. Cause fucking, we were we were arguing for a good five whole minutes. The light changed. Fuck, the light went from green. He hit me, went to red, stayed red, then went to green again, and then I got to go. Jesus, it was scary. That Fuck. dude, I never got called by Yahoo again. <laughs> they just they just send you mail in the computer. That's yeah, like, no, yeah. I went to Gmail. Fuck Yahoo. <laughs> they just email you. <laughs> All right, all right, Ramsey. So we glossed over Shake Shack. How'd you get the job at Shake Shack? I just went there. 
Uh, this, can you hear that baby crying? No, you want to take a second? Go ahead. Can I do that? Please do. All right. No, no worries. Take your time. I kind of wanted to talk to people listening too, man. Damn, I just got a. I just hit up Antoine today too, Dixon, and he said he's down to come on the show. I'm super hyped on that. But that being said, like I'm stoked on all the support, man. And honestly, if you want to support the podcast, you know every every penny I make from the podcast, from all I need from everything goes right back into all I need in the skateboard scene like we do the New England Am contest we do the Shetler show podcast where we just preach about skateboarding and have legit skateboarders on that talk about life and about the state of the industry and like you know so we have the podcast we have the contest New England Am which was amazing we got all I need the skateboards shirts apparel so if you want to support any of that, because all that money I make goes right back into doing more events and building more cool stuff for skateboarding and make putting more people's art on our skateboards and travel and stuff like that, all the great shit that comes from skating. So if you want to support it, you can go to allineedskate.com. We got a web store. If you copped a beanie or a t-shirt, even a deck, like that money all goes back into skateboarding 100%. Like I work a nine to five and that's what pays my bills, you know? Like I work at a screen printing embroidery place and that money goes into my mortgage i don't take anything from all i need all the money i get from that goes right back into the contest the podcast the brand all that and we try to do as much cool stuff with with all that as possible you know unite the east coast and the new england area so like i said we had 300 kids in the contest new england and we had 24 shops come we want to invite even more shops this year um we're gonna make it two days so all this can't happen without skateboarders supporting skateboarding for real. So we're so thankful. And like I said, if you wanted to support the podcast or All I Need or the contest, New England Am, just go to the web store, allineedskate.com. And if you cop the tee, beanie, skateboard, whatever we got on there, which is all we we got the store updated right now. So we're good, man. But thank you, Ramsey's back though. What yes. Up? All right, so let's get in. I was just, t- you could hear what I was saying, basically. I'm just trying to tell them, I'm trying to be as transparent as possible about all I need and what I do with the money, because I think that's very important, you know? Because that's, that's how I feel like it has to start. Ground up approach. You know, Ramsey, you've been here from yeah. the beginning, man. I just, you know, take my money and put it into skateboarding. Even during a recession when it just wasn't wise, I took my mortgage money that was my, my safety net and I just put it into all I need, because I knew that's what had to happen. So I'm just saying, basically, it can't happen without skateboarders supporting skateboarding. And they've, people have been doing amazing. And anyone who listens to podcasts, I'm so grateful that I get to do the podcast and I get to do the contest and all I need and all this stuff. So if you guys want to kick in and and support and show support, rock a t-shirt, beanie, all that stuff, I'd be beyond grateful. And uh, all the cute people in our community and as it spreads would be grateful too. We strengthen numbers, we keep growing, man. Um, Let's get into um, working at Shake Shack. Shake Shack was the best. Yeah, dude. Funnest, one of the funnest jobs ever. It's so fucking cool, man. Right in, right on Madison and 23rd, right, right beside the Flatiron Building. If you know New York, yep, it was a good spot right by Union Square. So beautiful, Just, right there. So yeah, it's looking. really cool. It's all. It's like ah, I love Shake Shack. The best burger in the world too. So how long did you work at Shake Shack? Uh, three years. Three years. Some of the highlights. I know you won it. You won an award. Well, well, you guys. I didn't win it. You I cooked the burgers. Shake Shack won the award for judges pick at the Rachel Ray's food and wine festival, the burger bash. That is awesome. Yeah. It was fucking tight too. It was in Dumbo and this, uh, right next to Grimaldi's is this old brick building. There's like no roof on it. It's fucking tight. It's, it's right by the Brooklyn bridge. It looks over the, it's tight. It's fucking awesome. It's a little scene. Yeah. I got to be a part of that. Was Two that years. Good? Was that, 
um, was that the first time you've ever, like, I know you didn't directly win it, but as a team or whatever, like, as Shake Shack, you guys won the award. And uh, was that the first time you've ever won anything like that for cooking? Oh, fuck yeah. I used to cook. I loved cooking, but I never, ever tried to. Actually, I had a mac and cheese off about a year before that, and really? I fucking took that. Where was that? But that was a group of friends. That wasn't official. That was, like, on-set, like, farmer's market? That was, no, that was in New York. Really? Everyone, yeah, everyone... I bought, I fucking, my mac and cheese cost $20 to make. This bitch tried to make this crazy mac and cheese. She made her own croutons for the top, this fancy bread. She bought, like, $26 on some Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Everyone hated her fucking mac and cheese. <laughs> Why are you? She, she salted the noodles, and she used, like, a fucking fine-aged Parmesan, which is, like, the saltiest shit you can get, and then she salts her noodles like a dumbass. I'm using American cheese, and I didn't salt the fucking noodles. You're way too, you're way too happy for this lady's mistakes. <laughs> no, she was a bitch. <laughs> All right, so she's actually my roommate. So basically, your mac and cheese smoked her out the water. Yeah, I've had your mac. Is it your mac and cheese? Let's be honest, Sam. We're on the podcast. My grandma. There you go. My grandma. I've had it. My family mac and cheese. Yeah, it's Connect. delicious. I vouch for you. You made it for. I think you made it for us a few times. Oh yeah, delicious mac and cheese yeah. is amazing. So that was the first, I guess. I've only been in two competitions, I guess, for cooking. Damn, that two for two, though. But two for two. Not too bad. That's a good record right there. <laughs> yeah. Two for two. Fucking killing it. I'm undefeated. All right, so we go from we go from Shake Shack, flipping burgers, winning Rachel Ray contest, and uh, death fucking races down uh, in Times Square and almost hit, hit and runs. Not almost hit and runs. Hit and runs. For Yahoo. <laughs> and then uh is this when we i mean you gotta tell the story is this when you started like coming back home and the world stuff actually how does new york end i guess uh well world world started in new york because you were uh, you got into i remember you texted me yeah. i was drinking i was drinking a heineken and eating a pepperoni pizza <laughs> good job on, on fucking i think high street uh no i don't know somewhere down lower east side i think and, um, yeah, he texted me, said, world wanted to hook you up, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, sounds tight. Then, like, three months later, you came with the world team. That's when I met RP and Ortiz. What and up, RP? What up, Ortiz? Those dudes are awesome. And, uh, that was, that's when everything really started happening. That's when I broke up with my ex-girlfriend. Why, why did that, why did that happen? Why that did you break? That was a long time coming. But that was, like, time. the incentive or something? No, that was, I don't know, I just had... I was not feeling it. I was with her for a year in New York, and in New York, I just saw everything was changing, and we're not gonna, we're not blending together. We're like going out, which is totally natural. You know, everything happens. That's why. That's what happens. You grow. Yeah. You move on. You change. Hopefully. It's not like you hate each other. You just change. Yeah, hopefully. And told her that she wasn't feeling it. She kicked me out. Thank God you guys are there because I had a place to stay for a couple of days. That's right. That's right. I fucking Ortiz, RP, Andrew Cannon left his shoes. I was wearing his shoes that were too small for me <laughs> for fucking ever. We gave you all the leftover like uh, everything. I had trash bags, cereal, toilet paper, and I had a suitcase. I had all my shit with me for a month. I was homeless in New York. <laughs> I had trash bags full of shit RP gave me. Yes, it's RP. fucking tight. Dude, I forgot about all of this, dude. Yeah, I was, I was straight up living on couches. Had no place to stay in New York for a, a month. I remember we had some, like, serious talks, man. Yeah. Because you were on edge and, like, 
I, I thought that was, I didn't know what was happening. I, I did not want to leave New York though. I, that was like, I felt like if I left New York, then everything I just told my ex-girlfriend and everything, like how I wanted to do this and that, it she would, it would have just been bullshit. Yeah. You felt cornered kind of. Yeah. So, and I stayed fucking three years after that. So. Damn. We listened to, I remember we listened to a lot of Brother Ali because that shit yeah. was so sick. Walking Away, that song Walking Away, I was like, hey, fuck it. Yeah, That's Walking sick. Away. That's such a good song. Oh. It has, all the words in it have nothing to do with me and my girlfriend's relationship. It was just, I like the whistle and I like the walk. It just away was part. like a perfect tune. It was the tune. Yeah, it was like, I'm a simple guy. I don't need all these fucking words. Just a couple, a line and a, and a whistle. How'd you get back on? How'd you get back on uh, the apartment tip though? If we, I, I remember we gave you all our like shit and like good luck, Ramsey. Yeah, <laughs> Ramsey in the I, uh, city. Good luck, homie. We were just there for skating for a Shake Shack people, man. Yeah, Shake Shack people. All the people from Shake Shack, they let me stay on their couches and I, I uh, saved up a little money. That chick who. Uh, I beat with the mac and cheese. She let me move in with her and her other roommate. Damn, you were being so harsh about her mac and cheese, and she helped well, you out. Well, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bad split of friendship with her. But, I mean, we're cool now. That's Hopefully she don't listen to this. No. <laughs> she's all right. She's just a fucking psycho. She was one of, hey, you don't even got to justify yeah. it to me, man. I but I had fun living in That's when I moved to Bed-Stuy. Hell yeah. What's oh, the difference? What was the difference between Bed-Stuy and where you were? Big difference. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Explain. I never lived in New York. I was in the hood. I was on Tompkins and fucking Macon. I was in the hood. There was like, there was gunshots sometimes. It was fucking, it was the hood. It was, I didn't go like really, I, I would never be out walking around like unless I was going straight home or to the store. Like it was the hood. There's actually, if you look up Bloods and Crip in, in New York, there's a like a fucking music video of all the fucking Bloods and shit, Bloods and Crips or Bloods, whatever one they are. Yeah. Fucking the chicken spot that I used to go to right in the corner of my house. No shit. <laughs> oh, it's Dude, there, there's scary shit over there. So you're living in a Ghostface song right now. Yeah. In New York. <laughs> you know, right down the street from St. Mark's and uh, Tompkins, right where Biggie fucking yeah. grew up. It was it was the hood, straight. So you did three fucking, more years? I did a year in um, Bed-Stuy, and then I moved for two years over to Bushwick. There you go. Yeah, Thomas Boylan Whoops. and uh, Bainbridge. What was the big farewell from New York City? What was the deciding factor on that? I just was getting older. I mean, you, you everything. I, I was missing my people back home. I didn't really. I was not really skating as much. I would skate around, but I didn't skate because everyone I hung out with didn't really skate. So I mean, I don't know. It was just kind of losing its feeling. It was so fun. I feel like it made me pretty much who I am. Like, or well, helped me realize who I was. I guess. Yeah. But it was just time to go. It was. I was sick of fucking struggling that hard for just a good time. Yeah, they have the saying, you got to be rich just to be poor there. And it's kind of true. <laughs> yeah. I was I was poor being poor. Yeah, which is way tougher. But hey, I had fun. I don't even, I'm fucking seriously, I don't think I could, like, I don't know how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I go back and I, I think of it and I'm just like, I don't know how I survived it. I'm just, and I used to fucking go crazy. I used to be shit fit i uh, i was a a pile a pile of shit but i had a good time so let's get let's get into where you're at now so you're you move back home and then you get on your feet and everything took a while for that too that's all right <laughs> how old are you how 30 old, baby how old were you during all this i moved home when i was 27 all right yeah 27 i moved home all right so we're, we're a pot we're piling out we're having crazy experiences in new york now we're moving home 
where's your mind state at? What are you trying to do? Like, where's, uh, so, where's the twist? Uh, my, my mind state was to go right back to New York. Yeah. I came home because I couldn't afford it really anymore. And I fucking was like, fuck this. I'm going to save up money. I'm going back. I, I hate everything here because I didn't have a car. Yeah. So it sucked. Yeah. And like Everything's spread out. Yeah, and I was so far away from everyone else. It was just pain in the ass. Living with my parents, everything just seemed like it was going down fast. But, I mean, I don't know. I think do a pie. Do a pie. I started doing do a pie. Hell yeah. Having fun. I was like fucking sad for some reason being a little puppy baby fucking shithead it's all right just yeah you know you get into the little rut where you're just like poor me poor me instead of actually trying to climb out of that shit but then you know i had the do a pie shit which i mean you either love it or you hate it yeah for the for those listening he started doing this like segment for world industries and, and just for the whole area for all i need for this whole area ramsey is just the hype man like i don't know anyone who knows ramsey knows like he's like a heartbeat of the skateboard scene for sure everyone loves you you got a lot of energy like you're just a genuine real dude so ramsey started taking pies for skateboarding I, that's what i that's how i always look at it i'm like ramsey uh, like i wanted to do something fun in that something that just kind of like loosened everything up and ramsey was down to take pies and we started getting them by pro skateboarders and amateurs and oh, yeah. did it at Tampa, right? Yeah, Tampa. I did uh, Lee. Lee Yank you. Yeah, Lee. What up? Lee, Canadian. He was friend. so cool about it, too. He was like super, super nice dude. You were making fun of the Canadian. Because he's Canadian. You were making fun of because he's Canadian. But you are making Those fun of the Those fucking Canadians are so goddamn nice. <laughs> they give their health care away for free and everything. <laughs> no, but that, that was fun. And people, I mean... Even if you hated Do a Pie, you must have watched it, so. What's your mind state? What were you thinking about Do a Pie? How do you look at it? I loved it. It was fucking fun. It was a, it was like, okay, I'm either get, gonna get to pie this fucking dude in the face, or I'm gonna get pied. Yeah. Either way, it'll be funny at the end. You got, I don't know. People think too much. It's I don't of- care. It's I'll put myself out there. I don't really give a fuck. It's awesome, though, because you, you got... If we think about it, let's do the list. It was like Westgate was do or pie, right? Yeah. Dom First Pierre. try, Nolly Flip. Thanks a lot for that one, Sherlock. <laughs> Did you do Don Pierre? Don Pierre got me. Second try, nose back, nose blunt. Did Andrew Cannon get you? No, he got Chris Mathis. Oh, that's what that one was. <laughs> he pied the fuck out of it, the hottest pie ever. Yeah, we did it at Tampa, which was crazy. That We did it on the live webcast, right? For Erica yep. Yardi and... Oh, shit, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, we Fucking did it. Ryan Reyes. Yeah, out, yeah, Ryan Reyes. Front foot impossible. Akil, too, right? Akil, too. Fuck, full cap flip. Yeah, we did it out in the parking lot of the Tampa Am, I believe. Was it the Am or the Pro? It was both. Am was Ryan Reyes, Pro was... Am was Ryan Reyes and Lee, and Pro was fucking Akil. Sick, dude. And they were on... It was so sick that they came out to the parking lot. They, they took, like, the live feed and came out to, like, Ramsey. And it was like, do a, do a pie, baby. <laughs> it yeah. was just what skateboarding needed, I feel. I felt like because everything was transitioning to skateboarding. It was like, you got to do something fun. And just like... We had the party out there, too. We had the barbecue, beers. We had yeah. everything, right? Right next to the little ledge. People could skate and fucking... And then next year, they sniped us, dude. Lil Wayne. Remember Lil Wayne took the spot? Yeah, he did. Fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> we held it down, though. I feel like that was perfect timing. It was cool that it got on the webcast, too. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, so <laughs> I want to kind of get back into the life stuff again. I know we went off on the skateboarding stuff, but uh, I'm trying to find ways to work into, like, because I like hearing you talk about it genuinely. So I and, um. I, I want to talk about how you, like, met your girl and now you're a father and, like, 
was your perspective on that? How'd that come to be? Because you, you went from like breaking up, living this wild life in New York, hit and run, drinking, alcohol. Run. like A lot of hit and runs. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hit and runs. So, and then we're going back to, you're moving home feeling kind of defeated, but then you're involved in the skateboard scene and you're getting to go to Tampa with from World Industries and we're, you film my, film my shoe commercials for World Industries. We did two different ones. What was, what was the, uh, what were they called? They were both had different names. Ramsey's Rise to Power was the second one and that was like the Scarface ripoff one. So sick. Um, and then the other one was Ramsey selling shoes like drugs in front of the Boston Guard yeah. for my shoes. So you're, you're involved in the skateboard scene. You're coming home from New York. Like things turning around. Yeah. Everything, everything, everything keeps just getting better. It was tight. I fucking was having fun, going crazy. Well, I got no problem. You, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you were saying that you were being like a little bitch. You felt defeated. You were saying it. Yeah. So how do you switch from that mode to where you're at now? What was the process? I don't know. You just try. You just start to try. <laughs> Instead of just sitting there and getting fucking sorry feelings. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. You stop being a bitch. You just, you live. Yeah. You go do, you go wake up and go out, out every day. Oh, yeah. Instead of just soaking in your own self pity. Yeah, I think I think what happens though is people have like um, that's like trying to get over a, a fall. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah, exactly. You have these you fall, you fall, and then you just like it's it's never gonna be the same. I'm never gonna be able to do it again. Blah blah blah. But it's like it's you're gonna fall. I, I'm gonna fall from this. Yeah. This is it's not gonna. This is it's it's. I'm having fun right now, but in two months it could be really fucking tough. It's gonna be really tough. It's not gonna be fucking peaches and cream for the rest of your life. You know what I feel like is a big part of going from a kid to to a man or like a boy to a man or a kid to an adult is that not for everyone but for a lot of people it's like when you dissolve your ego because your ego is the one that paints all these narratives and stories of yourself you kind of lie to yourself to be like yeah i'm a fucking man you know what i mean like uh, and then you just life hits you and you're like fuck i'm not the man so that's the fall that i'm speaking of that happens to everyone yeah especially even pro skateboarders recession hits brands are stop dropping them and shit their egos are crushed dude if they've never dealt with any real life shit they're fucked. Like, your whole mindset, your whole perception of who you are is built around this whole, like, thing that you do or have. Um, but I think the big transition from that is, like, knowing you can survive any moment and that you've been through, knocked down a bunch of times and you got back up. That's, like, when you your ego, you swallow your ego because you're like, ah, oh, this ain't going to help me anymore. So you're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I have to do. And you just don't lie to yourself anymore. Like, exactly. that's what was a boy to a man. You stop lying to yourself and you just go, I'm going to handle whatever I have to handle. I've already been knocked down. I got this. You you got more skill, more experience. Like you've been through life. You traveled. You went to New York. You fucking gotta go Tampa. You like, but it's like you're you're basically just describing fucking trying to grow up. You know, like yeah. their place. That's what life is. You can't just it doesn't. It doesn't when you, for most people, life when you're a kid, everyone's like, oh, those are the days. That was the best. It's it's because someone's wiping your ass and handing you everything. Yeah. And then that people are like, this sucks now. It's because you quit. If you work, if you want to still have fun, you can work and you can still have fun. Work towards what you have fun doing. Yeah, and you can still still do that. It's just you're working for it now, which makes it even better. Because when you're a kid, like I don't know, you don't you you take things for granted, and now you don't. Now you understand how everything is. You know how like you get what you give. Yeah, you're everything you put in is just that's what you get. If if you don't put in shit, then you're gonna get a big pile of shit. There's a big. I gonna be on fire. There's a beautiful um, confidence that comes with knowing that you can make you can do what needs to be done. It's like um, it's awesome. It's a good feeling. It is. 
to like know you can survive to be like I've done this before I've been there when the shit hits the fan I'll be able to make that's how that's what I was saying about New York is that's how like I everyone says oh if you can make it in New York you can make it anywhere hey well you didn't make it there you I didn't make it there you made it there for a while (laughs) I figure it's like four years that's like high school right yeah that's pretty long I never graduated high school you made it there longer than I made it four years in New York, and I bet you some of these fucking graduates couldn't have done that, so they can <laughs> suck my balls. <laughs> Genius. Oh. But yeah, it's. I mean, I moved from New York, came home, started fucking getting my shit together, got a car, got an apartment in New Bedford, right down the street from fucking everything. The coolest scene ever. You can the say coolest that. scene in the world, and the fucking best. Curb. What's in New Bedford? Tell people what's in New Bedford. Why it's no insane. problemo. Solstice skate shop. That's pretty much the number ones right there. Cause there's no number two. That those are both number ones. Solstice skate shop and no problemo taqueria. Yes, the best. All the skater best. owned. All skater owned and run. And like all the homies work there. And yep. everyone. There's a DIY spot. Um, what's the other yep. one? Brooklawn. Brooklyn, we there's got, a bunch of street spots like uh, the high school and a bunch of other ones. Yeah, everywhere. I mean, everywhere you could you can find something. Someone did something to something everywhere in New Bedford. Yeah. You look at something, and if you think it's skatable, someone already skated it, and it's probably good to go. Yeah, just watch the old Solstice videos. Go back Solstice skate yeah. videos. Like, um, you can check out all the spots. There's so much good. And those shit. dudes were doing it like that was when like they were going out for like two, three weeks and fucking just making a video pod. Those guys are so good. Like, some of the older dudes who you see around New Bedford or whatever, I know no one knows what we're talking about, but just... Mar- no, they do. Mar- in their town or their scene, like, when you see, like, the old dudes who you see... Well, you see now old dudes, and you see old footage of them, like, killing it. Yeah. It's just awesome to see, like, Steve Dupree did the fucking switch heel down the courthouse in Providence in, like, fucking 95. Damn. And it was so proper, so big, so good. Like, and you just think like, ninety five. I didn't even know what a kickflip was yet. This dude's doing switch heels. Yeah, wish we had Instagram in ninety five. Exactly. That's why. They, I'm glad we didn't have Instagram. Because <laughs> I wouldn't even have fucking talked about that. <laughs> All right, so we're in New Bedford. We got a car now. We got fucking an awesome skateboard scene. You meet a lady. Yeah, I meet Melissa. She works at No Prob. Oh, yeah. A server, bartender. <clears throat> she uh, just got out of a relationship. She's on the prowl, and I was always on the prowl, looking for <laughs> a good time. <laughs> looking for something, you know, hit it and quit it. That's it. I mean, we figured on just, like, being, you know, I shouldn't say that. That was, that was, that was fucked up to say. <laughs> I didn't want to hit it and quit it. I love Melissa. And I really liked her anyway, and I started talking to her. I just... You guys were excited. We were excited. That's what it sounded like to me. It was like someone new. You both liked it, each other. Yeah, but it was someone new, and it was like all the girls... I used to always... I used to say it. I loved... I just loved trashy girls. Yeah. Just like I didn't want to talk to him after. I didn't like girls who like were. I just wanted girls I could have no feelings towards and didn't care about. And that's what I looked for. That's what I found. And then Melissa came and she's like super cool, fucking awesome. I could actually talk to her. I hadn't. I don't think I've ever met a girl that I liked. Yeah. Like like I could talk to and like like and like wanted to keep talking to. Maybe because I 
fucking had sex with him, and I wanted to keep talking to him so I could keep having sex with him, but I never really liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in it for one other thing, just sex. Yeah. You were just trying to have sex and get fucked Yeah, up. now it's like, I remember I was talking with Jay, and I'm like, oh, this girl, like, it was like a week in, and I'm like, I'm like, I want this girl to be my girlfriend. Like, I fucking, I'm digging this chick so bad. And I was like, I don't want to talk to her, because she fucking, she's like, we had an agreement, and if I say that, then it's going to fucking fuck everything up, so I'm just going to go along with it. <laughs> Little did I know the whole time she was pregnant. Oh my fucking, god! I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I have a pretty crazy. What was your first thought when you found out? Oh man, I need another job. That's the first thing I thought of because I need more money. Yeah. And I it was uh she had a Memorial Day party. We everyone was over here. We were drinking. It was before I lived here. Party and I was like smashed. Had no idea. I wasn't paying attention the whole day that she wasn't drinking. Oh, and I'm yeah. just like, I'm just like wrecked out of my mind. She's kicking everyone out. She's like, no, you can't stay here. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it's because I'm getting lucky. I'm like, hell yeah. Okay, everyone's got to go, got to go. Her cousin <laughs> wants to stay. She's like, nah, can't stay. So I'm like, oh yeah, this is, I'm getting lucky. All right, hell yeah. Oh, you're getting <laughs> lucky. <laughs> She's like, sit down. I need to tell you something. And I'm like, fuck. I'm, I'm like bummed. I'm like, ah, she's going to like, just tell me this isn't working out or something. Like it's, it's over. Like I was just like, ah, this is it. This is like, this is the talk. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay. She's like, I have to tell you something. I'm like, oh, what? She's like, oh, I'm pregnant. And I'm just like, what? Jesus. Did you hear glass shattering? Just, I was, uh, I was like, this is crazy. I, she was like, say something, say something. I said, I'll be back. I need a beer. I, I, need, I, need to. <laughs> I got up, I got a beer, I went outside, and I was just like, I, I couldn't even think. It was like my mind was blank. And I was just like, I need another job. This is like, I don't know. I don't know. It all, I can't, I don't know the feelings. I just know that it felt like I was supposed to do this. Like, it wasn't like, oh, like, it wasn't that, like, I really like her, let's see if it, I would never, ever, ever, ever bring a kid into this world to fucking see if it works out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I planned on fucking being there and taking care of him and, like, making this work, making it, because it's, I feel really lucky, like, Melissa's the best, and she has Brielle already, Brielle is fucking amazing. Oh, so she already, she had experience already, so she is already a mother. That's another thing, too, I'm like, what, like, this girl is super tight, super fucking awesome. She's got a kid already. She's already a mother. She knows what she's doing. It's not like it's not like with fucking two eighteen-year-olds. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just was it was it was like if it if it's too personal, just tell me. But was it like she said she's keeping the baby, or were you like was it a mutual? No mutual. I I didn't even give her a chance to say that. I didn't. I I didn't want an abortion. I didn't want any of that. I feel like what if she did though? She didn't, and if she did, that would have sucked. <laughs> okay, so I'm we just... talked now, and she's like, "Oh yeah," she's like, "Oh, I looked up abortion clinics and everything. I had no idea you were gonna react like that." She's like, "I thought I was gonna, ru I thought I was ruining your life." And I was like, "You did. I just fucking couldn't tell you that." No, I didn't say that. Yeah, that was of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but fucking, yeah, it was. I don't know. I just felt really like it was supposed to happen. You were just into it instantly. Instantly. That's awesome. It was like it was like I have to do this now. Yeah, like not really. Yeah, you already it, thought about it. Wasn't second like job. You oh, a second job. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like I have to do this now. It's not like I don't. Know, it's, I didn't have. I didn't want the other option because I like in my head. Of course, you think like, oh, what if I do this? And, and I was just thinking like, 
I got a sick girl. I fucking, I'm so happy right now. I'm in an awesome place. We got all I need going. We fucking are having fun doing skateboarding, doing what we want. Like, this chick really likes me. I really like her. I can actually talk to her and not, like, want to fucking punch her in the face. (laughs) And, like, everything was working out. Everything was good. So I figured, fucking, this is the time to do it. This is when I should do it. Did people, did, have people told you before when you were younger that you'd make a good daddy? Have people ever told you that? Uh, oh, I, my whole entire life I said I was never having kids. I planned on never having kids until I had a kid. Damn. Because <laughs> uh, you're a good... Like, I didn't want kids. My whole life I've said I don't want kids. They annoy me. I don't like them. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with them. And, yeah, I've, like, it's just because you're the funny guy. Everyone be like, you'd be such a good dad. <laughs> yeah. Literally, no, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> Who hates kids and I hit them. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, no. All right, so woo, woo, woo. I don't know. I was only asking because I, I always like when you said you're having a kid. I instantly knew you'd be a good dad. Like not even a doubt in my mind. Thanks. No, yeah, not even a doubt in my mind. Like I never even questioned that. I was a little angry because I was like, dude, we're supposed to do all this stuff with all I need, and I know, I, know. I know you're taking like a hiatus because now you have to raise a child. Like it's just reality, you know. Um, and I try. Like I was thinking the other day, like probably like a week or two ago i was like everything i thought like i remember telling you like dude i'm still doing this it's just a kid like people do it like i can do it and now i'm like this is so hard to do anything but be like it's so like you're dead this is so hard it's the hardest thing i've ever had to do in my life I imagine as they get older, though, you get a little more free time again because they 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 can fend for themselves a little more, you know. Yeah. What as they get older? <laughs> I mean, right now he's a bag of shit. He doesn't do anything. He's just like <laughs> cries, eats, and shits. You just, <laughs> you're pretty good at clean cleaning diapers. You got oh, that yeah. now? Oh yeah. You been pissed on, shit on? Uh yeah. It's, well, yeah, I've been shit on twice. <laughs> just like walk into the tub with him, and he'll just like squirt one out. <laughs> Just like that. The, just like the that. first time I changed him when he was home, actually, I, I raised his legs to wipe his ass, and he fucking, they're like, oh, you gotta put a fucking thing there. He starts pissing all over his face and shit. I had him up, and then fucking, he had, he shit all over his outfit, so he's pissing on his face, and I'm like, oh shit, I put him down. And Melissa comes over, she didn't know he shit all over his outfit. She's like, oh, taking it to wipe his face, and I'm like, there's shit all over that. She's wiping shit on his face, trying to wipe piss <laughs> off. She's putting shit on it. First time he ever got changed in the house. He, he pissed on himself and shit on himself. Damn, he's a trooper. Just like daddy. Just like daddy. Yeah. Yeah, I've shit on myself a couple times. <laughs> How, all right, here's a real question. You've kept the beard, man. I actually just trimmed it. It's really, really short. Yeah, man. You kept it. You're holding strong, man. Been a minute. Yeah, I love my beard. It's, it's a double chin guard. I wanted to kind of talk. Uh, we're going to jump around a little bit here. I want to talk about um the Bob show. Bob show. Yeah. Bob, Bob, me and Bob got into it the other, yeah, yesterday. He didn't come into work today. He said something in his eye. He said, I think he just didn't want to see me. Yeah, tears because he was upset. He's a fucking hothead and I don't take shit. I, that's how I lose most of my jobs is I fucking, well, I don't lose jobs, but just trying to be a tough guy. Yeah. But that's, I just. I mean, you've had the same job forever now. Yeah. I don't, I don't like to take shit if someone's talking to me like a shithead for no reason then i tell them you're talking to me like a shithead for no reason fuck off yeah yeah you stand up for yourself yeah i stand up for myself i'm not even if i'm the low man on the totem pole i'll do shit i'll lump i'll fucking work hard but i'm not gonna you're not gonna fucking whip me while i'm working yeah 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 
So the so, Bob Show is on your Snapchat. I don't know if people follow, people want to follow you on Snapchat, but uh, it's pretty fun. Pretty funny. I love Bob. Did you see the other day when he squirted me with the host? Yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> it was unreal. That was the greatest shit. It's just like this middle-aged man. Well, how how's Bob? Middle-aged my ass. He's 49. He turned 49 yesterday. He's, on, He's old. And on top of the hill, man, that you work with, and it's just like you Snapchat him. He's not into it anymore, though, or is he back on the show? No, he hates it. I get like maybe one a day, and he always is telling me to put that fucking phone away. <laughs> Yelling. He's just, I don't know. He's Bob. He's a miserable fuck. He's Bob. I feel like I know him. I've been, I know. I've been following him. It's like I want him to come out. I told him I was like, you have no idea how much love you will get if you just come out. And he's like, yeah, right. I fucking feel like I know Bob. I feel like he's my distant uncle. Just from it's like the Truman Show. Just from watching your Snapchat, I feel like I understand. Bob. I would love to meet up, bring Bob, meet up with CJ. Oh my! And god. go to a strip oh club. Oh my god! If Snapchats, if you guys like work together, oh my! Imagine god. that. Oh my god, CJ. Bob and CJ at a fucking strip club. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we can promote CJ's Snapchat, but it is awesome. Just I don't Fuck know. He does it. He puts it on his Instagram. Follow him. What's it? CJ Lindy. Yeah, follow the Instagram. CJ is amazing. He's a man. I just saw him with Timmy the other day. Crazy. Yeah. Or today on the Snapchat. Sipping on the vodka. <laughs> All right. Well, I kind of want to kind of want to wrap this up a little bit because I'm gonna go to the hot tub, to the gym, and uh, soak. I don't know, man. I'm gonna end it the same way I end every other one. If uh, if people want to reach you or whatever social media you want to plug anything, yeah, just Ramsey33 on Instagram. Hell yeah, that's it. Say what up. Yeah. <laughs> like all my videos. Yeah, hell yeah. That Westgate one, uh, Trey Flip No Side, so sick, dude. Yeah, it's funny too. I was like, oh fuck, I don't know if I should have put it up because you can see the bottom of his board and uh, it's not official yet. Oh, it's officially but I saw on the Ride Channel. He's officially off Zoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They leaked it. So, I mean, I, I was like, ah, oh, I should have fucking... I should have asked him. I kind of feel like a dick. Nah, who cares? But you can't really tell. I mean, if you know what it is, you can tell, but... I'm psyched for Brandon. I think it's tight. I'm going to have him on a podcast so he can break it down. Yeah, good. Sure. Well, I think everyone knows, though, but... Yeah. But anyways, um... New England Am. You going to be there, Rams? You going to MC again? Fuck yeah. All right, we're trying to do two days. It's going to be bigger and better. That's the whole thing for New England Am. I can't wait. Yeah, we're going to have an after party, too, at No Problemo. Fuck so yeah. We're going to make that sick as well. Um, We're going to do some more stuff with All I Need, so if you get free, we're going to have to go do some demos and stuff this summer. Um, Sunday's supposed to be nice. We should skate. Street skating, for sure. Work on a new video. I want to do a new video. Try to premiere it maybe during the New England Am. would be pretty sick. Maybe at the after party. That could be too. That would be sick. New England Am is going to be in October, October 3rd and 4th. I think that would be sick to premiere our video at No Prob at the after party. That would be fucking sick. So as a team manager, your day's off, dude. you got to hit up the team and get them out there. When's Billy coming home? April. I mean, now. I don't know when. He's, i got to talk to him. I feel like he's going to get back, dude. It's too nice here not to be skating. Winter's over. Oh, yeah. Winter's over. I want to see some fucking... All I ever see him doing is skate in the parks. I feel like everyone who goes to California, they're just like, oh, these parks are so awesome. They just skate them all fucking day. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Don't he know. needs a shitty park. He needs a shitty park to fucking push him into the street. Hey, you're the team manager. You better check him and see what his footage is like. When he gets back, he he's like, like, you been gone for how long? Where's your, where's your video part? <laughs> he's gonna show you his Snapchat or his Instagram and <laughs> the skate park. No, nah. Billy's the man. Billy's. I know he's doing his thing. Nah, Billy. I can't wait till he gets back because he's he belongs in New York City. Yeah. You know what I mean? His skating fits New York City, so we got to go to New York. He is. He is an East Coast skater. Yeah, he's a hard worker too, for real. So 
Yeah, he ain't, he ain't scared. I was stoked that he went to Cali because it's always good to go out there and just kind of broaden your horizon and make a name for yourself out there, too. Like, he's out in the Mecca and he's skating me, people. I see him all the time. So, it's good, man. It's like, uh, you know, it's a good step to take trying to progress, you know? Yeah, Ramsey, thank you, man. I'm really hyped that you came on the podcast. I know we... I've had you on as a co-host and we've been fucked up together and had funny stories and like wild out. There's a little different dynamic where you're being interviewed from me. Yeah. I like it, dude. It's brave to share your story and you're a dude who wears your heart on the sleeve and everyone knows it and it's very transparent and uh, we need more people like you, Ramsey. Fuck yeah. I feel like your family. Yeah, man. I love you, bro. All right, homie. I'll talk to you later. Hell yeah, man. Peace. Peace, Ramsey. Hang on, brothers and sisters. Liberation is near. It's almost time.